Hello, family and friends. I'm excited here for day five with my friend, Pastor Chris Shimboff. Love that name. I got my name seems so boring compared to Shimboff. Well, why not? That's it. That's a nice. I might change my name. Do you mind? No, not at uh, all. My, my parents might be upset, but uh, you know, I love that name. Yeah. Well, praise God. We're having fun here. You know, there's there's a joy in the Lord. You know, and when we're out running the world, we think we're having fun, and it's just temporary pressure. Right. But uh, this joy is a joy that's everlasting, and so, so thankful for you being here, Pastor. Thank you, thank you. Well, let's pray. Father, we come today hungry. Thank you for speaking through Pastor Chris. Father, we come hungry today for what he has to share with us, and we're ready to apply this to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Pastor, I guess we're now going to get in your testimony when you ended up coming to the greatest city in the world, Evansville, Indiana. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I I guess I kind of left off with the two years in Kansas, waiting on the Lord, and you know what? So I started laying the fleece and just watching and waiting and seeing what God had for me. And as it, as luck would have it, or in this case, probably a bad choice of words, but as God would have it, I had churches that were lined up and ready to go. And at the time, I had three or four offers from churches. And I thought, I just kept praying about it, kept seeking God. And ironically, Steve McVeigh, who runs Dirt Roads Network, out in Kansas was kind of a liaison for a lot of the churches in Kansas. And um, there was a specific church that he represented in Kansas who were interested in bringing me on. And then ironically, another church here in Evansville, Indiana, um, by our district superintendent, Doug Preston. And just the way things worked out, I had some other churches that I had official offers from, but I was still waiting on God. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, God has one specific place that he wants me to go. Come on. And I said, I'm just going to keep seeking him and, and wait wait upon the Lord. And so I had the interview out there in Kansas. And what I didn't know was Doug had kind of bowed out of the whole using me in ministry here because he thought, and him and Steve were in cahoots, so he, he thought Steve was going to use me out there. I ended up turning the church down out there that wanted me on as a senior pastor because I didn't feel like that's where God wanted me. And I hadn't heard back from Doug, but so I reached out to Doug and I said, hey, man, what's going on? You dropped the ball on me or what? And I remember him chuckle and he said, no, he just I thought you were, you know, kind of squared away out in Kansas. And, you know, I said, I'm kind of sick of these tornadoes and this big dust bowl. I'm ready to go somewhere else. <laughs> and he just he just chuckled and he said, well, I've got a church I think that you'd be a good fit for. And I remember looking it up online and I thought, well, this is interesting. And so we had decided to candidate at this church. And I remember coming here for the first time. As, as we were praying about this and making our trip out here, I remember God telling me very specifically, audibly, that you are walking into a mission field. And I thought, what in the world does that even mean? How does that, it doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to another town. It's not like I'm going to Haiti or, you know, Zaire or anything like that. I'm, I'm still in the United States of America. And... I got here in Evansville, and I realized what God was trying to tell me. And uh, so we candidated here and got to meet a lot of the people, and these people were just amazing, sucked us in right off the bat. 
And I remember uh, God giving Amanda and I, my wife, the green light to to pursue uh, North Park Wesleyan. And I thought that doesn't uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but God has a plan and a purpose. Yep. And ironically, this was the la- the least paying job that I took. Come on, Pastor. And I said, you know what? It's not about the money. It's about where God wants us. Yeah. And um, so we took the job and we came here. And, you know, it's been a really, really awesome experience. They were good to us from day one and um, took a lot of a lot of care of us. But, you know, we started with like any church. They welcomed us in and there was a lot to kind of tackle right off the bat and with any pastorate. And, uh, you know, we're in a place where we didn't know anybody and that's okay because God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And so I have to believe that, you know, if we were missionaries, we'd be in the same boat. But as it stands, we're still in the, one of the greatest countries in the world. And, um, so we get to continue and pursue that that calling. But I think it's interesting that out of everything that had happened with Steve and with Doug, I'm still connected with Steve. We still do dirt roads, uh, network calls every week, and it's great for you know small churches and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But um, we right off the bat we we started developing. Um, ministries and you know the church we you know we grew substantially since since I've been here and again it's not because of Chris it's not because of my wife it's because God has us where we are called to be mm-hmm. and I could have taken one of those other churches and made a lot more money and still convinced to myself that I'm where God wants me come on even though that was not where God wanted me and we can always disguise that as, you know, walking in obedience, but not exactly walking in obedience, right? You know what I'm talking Partial about. Obedience. Yes. <laughs> and I can tell you, that is not what God wants for you. Uh, he wants He wants you right there in the center of his will. Yeah. And so we got here, and the town is, is a is pretty cool town. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of hurting people. And I, I think if you go to any any big town, you're going to run into a lot of hurting people. Um, I know drugs are a big thing right now, anywhere you go, small town, big town, doesn't matter. Yeah. And, um, you know, I told my, told my mom, uh, not even that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know what, even if I wasn't preaching here, this is still a prime location for ministry opportunities. There's yes, there's indeed. so many. And this is where the mission field comes from that God kept telling me over and over again, you're walking into a mission field, which tells me God was trying to prepare me for what I was walking into. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful because he always equips us for what he's walking us into. And I love the opportunity to, to share. And I won't necessarily get into... Uh, the ministries that we're doing uh, today, but perhaps tomorrow we can yeah. dive into that a little bit more. Let's do that tomorrow, Pastor. You know, as, as you were sharing that, Pastor, it just brought me back to, you know, I'm an engineer, so I'm a numbers guy. And, you know, 
we sometimes we want to go to Haiti or Honduras, and those are great things. Those are good missions. People, well, you just got to walk out your front door, you know. And I did a podcast here a while back on if we just witnessed to one person a day, what the numbers would be. And I think about this a lot because I, I used a hypothetical town of 100,000 people with 20,000 Christians, 80,000 non-Christians. A lot, some of those 80,000 are going to church and playing church, right? But 20,000 true Christians, 80,000. If those 20,000 witnessed to one person a day, just one, in 10 years, those 80,000 people would have been witnessed to over 900 times. Wow. And now you're talking to somebody who's been witnessed to once in 61, 62 years. Once. There's only one person that loved me enough to share Jesus with me. And still today wow. when I'm out and about, they don't know if I know Jesus or not, right? And so that's powerful. Huh. This is a mission field here in and so the only thing we have to do is, uh, is obey the Great Commission Amen. and go share this great gospel and not worry about the results because that's not our part, right? We just, we just share it with love, right? And so that's one of the many things I like about you, Pastor, is the love uh, of the Lord just, just exudes out of you. And I'm thankful to call you as a friend. I've got so many good Christian friends and thankful to have you with me. Well, if you would pray and then we'll come back tomorrow and get a couple other things. Okay, sounds great. Father, we just we thank you, we love you, we praise you. I'm so thankful that you don't leave us hanging, Father. You have a plan and a purpose for us, your ideas for us, um, and your direction, Father. You're so good uh, at showing us what you want for us. If we will only yield ourselves to, to your will and your desire for ourselves, you know us better than we do, and you know what we need more than we do. And I just pray that we will yield ourselves to you because what you have for us is perfect. It may not always feel that way, but Father, I, I think in the long run, all the things that, that I turned down to be here, I believe may not have worked out where I was going because that wasn't where you wanted us to be. I'm thankful, Father, that you continue to love us that much, that you show us what you want for us. Guide us, guard us, and direct us, Father. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, and amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor. Looking forward to tomorrow. We'll have one more day here together. And folks, you can contact Pastor Chris at 812-422-3656. You can contact my ministry at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.